0: it's a podcast hey it's a podcast and uh what's the name oh my god i almost just broke my glasses smacked the shit out of my face what's the name of the podcast have you ever seen a polar bear irl and i'm your host hugh mew uh yeah (laughs) i got a lot of notes this week because uh This episode is late because I had a touch of the depression. Let's get right into it. My notes, uh, even though I have an abundance of them, are still almost incomprehensible. Uh, So I'm just going to rapid fire one of them because I don't really want to talk about this, but I wrote it down, so... And it's not not really that hot of a take. It's a pretty, like, mid-statement. Uh, It's the fact that vampires are the only cryptid it's normalized to fuck and why that's wrong. Uh, I think you should be able to have sex with other cryptids. Personally, I would love to just have a roll in the hay with Bigfoot. Mothman is the other obvious choice. Mothman is also normalized to fuck. But vampires are the only one. They're like... I guess from the beginning, they were just always sexy, because I remember in Bram Stoker's Dracula, the book, uh, there's that scene where the dude walks in on like those three chicks. I don't remember what they're doing, but I it sounded sexual when I was in high school and read the book, at least from what I remember. Uh, Dracula, on the other hand, isn't he like old as fuck in that book? I guess vampires, we kind of just made them sexy once the film started. Because Bela Lugosi, the original Dracula in film, he wasn't that particularly attractive. I guess he was like, when was that filmed? Like 30s or 40s? He was like 40s attractive. When when did the first Dracula film come out? It had to be like the 40s, right? Anyway who cares? It's, uh, yeah, it's just weird that vampires are just so sexualized in the media. I watched a show recently. The reason that I wrote that note down is because I watched What We Do in the Shadows, which, very good show, uh, even better movie. Um, it's a, it's like a mockumentary type series about three vampires that live in a house together and like what it's like to be a vampire. And they stick pretty close to the original like vampire lore. There's no twilight shit where they sparkle or whatever. It's like they turn into bats. They suck blood. They suck dick. They, uh, sleep in a coffin. And, uh, I said it a bit, but God, yeah, vampires. Uh, I want to have sex with them. That's what it boils down to. That's what this whole that whole note boiled down to is I saw some hot vampires and I was like, ooh, I want to get into that. Now, let's get into like a more serious topic. Let's do a news. <laughs> hey, let's do a news. Uh, so <sighs> JonTron. If you don't know who John Tron is count yourself lucky he is a internet content creator uh, famous for being a original uh, founder of Game Grumps that's where I knew him from and then he makes I don't even know how to describe his videos it started off as like Video game review stuff, like kind of like AVGN, Uh, but then it kind of just got into niche, like just review, not even reviewing, just commentating about weird shit that's happening. He's most famous uh, for his video on Flex Tape, which. If you don't know who JonTron is, that's all you need to know about him is that he's the flex tape guy, not the actual flex tape guy. He's a guy who talks about the flex tape guy, which I feel like is even worse. Um, However, if you are not involved in the meta of the Internet, you would not understand that it's a odd number year. And for some reason, every time it's an odd number year, uh, JonTron just makes the hottest of takes online now previously it was what he's saying now i think is it's really gross because he has such a huge following but for the most part it's not as bad as the things he's said in the past so in the past he he is a uh, literally said he was a white nationalist <laughs> has literally said stated that he is a white nationalist and has stated that uh even rich black people commit more crimes than poor white people, which is the hottest of takes I've ever seen. Uh, he also um, didn't give any sources or evidence to sh- like show this. When you make a hot take, uh, typically you're supposed to show sources and be like, oh, this is where I got this from. But him, he's just like, nah, I just feel that way. I just feel that. I just feel racist, you know, uh, but he wouldn't say he's racist. He would just say, we're trying. I, what about the white culture? That is a direct quote. He has said, what, what about bringing back the white culture as if it ever left in the first place? <laughs> it, sad, I, it saddens me because I literally grew up, not grew up. I was an adult by the time I started watching this stuff, but I uh, watched John videos From the beginning, like, I watched Game Grumps when it started. Literally, they had like three episodes up when I subscribed to their channel. Uh, And I would watch their content constantly. At that point in time, I was like 17. I was in high school and I thought it was hilarious. So much so that I completely overlooked all the times he said the N-word uncensored on that show. Uh, I highly recommend if you want a good laugh, if you're a Game Grumps fan, especially, um, just type in Game Grumps N-word compilation. It is six minutes long and... For the first, like, year they did Game Grumps, which Game Grumps is now, like, a huge corporation, a huge corporate entity at this point, so they have to be pretty PG now, but for the first, like, six months to a year that they had that show, it was just uh, Aaron Hansen and JonTron just, like, running it themselves and editing it themselves so they didn't feel the need to edit out cuss words and they didn't feel the need to edit out the n-word so there are there is about six there's one bit in particular where John Tron just keeps screaming the n-word over and over again basically trying to in an attempt to like ruin the video to make it so that it's like unsalvageable but then it becomes salvageable because that's the joke of it. This was in 2012, mind you. So, uh, still very unacceptable for a white person to say the N word, but for some reason on the internet at the time, white dudes were doing it left and right. We had iDubs, we had uh, JonTron, I'm sure there was more people that I'm not remembering, um, but yeah, so JonTron has had a history of just being racist and also just saying very, like, very just not cool things. But the latest in this series of dumb takes that he has made, he is now anti-vax. He has now come out as anti-vax, but he hasn't outright said he's anti-vax. He came out with a... Um, It was a news article. I keep smacking. I'm wearing glasses. If you're watching the video, you can see I'm wearing glasses. I keep smacking myself in the glasses. And these are very flimsy, cheap Amazon glasses. So I feel like they might break if I keep doing that. I just, I have a problem with scratching my face. I always have to scratch my face, but I digress. Back to the anti-vax stuff. So he posted a article about a experiment that Fauci was involved in. If you don't know, Fauci is like, the face of the vaccine the vaccinine vaccine campaign. Uh he was I think he was the Surgeon General at one point. I don't remember I don't know. I'm very uninformed when it comes to anything, except for stupid internet stuff like John Tron saying dumb things. Uh but he posted an article about a a supposed experiment that Fauci was involved in, in which they infected puppies with like, fucking like, I think it was like herpes or syphilis or they like infected puppies with like a disease, and it is really gross. What if he is if Fauci is involved with, in this? It is really bad looking for him. But I think John Tron has such lit like low like such bad public image when it comes to posting things that whenever he posts anything out of uh his depth or out of uh anything other than just, hey, I made a video on a funny video a funny like VHS tape from the eighties that has a, a guy doing a push up on it. Like that's his those are his videos he makes. If he says anything other than that, or if he goes political, it's instantly people are like, Wow, you're stupid, stop. Uh and they're right. Um But apparently they like took out the puppy's vocal cords so that you can't so you like they wouldn't be hearing whimpers all the time because they infected these puppies with the disease. It's just all around a bad look. But he posted that article and then said, quote, in quotations, trust the science, bro. Basically saying like, oh, yeah, like this guy did this to these puppies. Why would we trust him about the vaccines? As if there is any sort of leap in logic there to like show that those are even in the same realm of correlation. Like it's unbelievable that that's his argument against anti-vax against the vaccine. Uh, Now, I'd like to state that I am pro-vaccine. I've gotten vaccinated. If you haven't been vaccinated yet, why? Leave it in the comments below. Um, But, like, it's free. You worry about the microchip? We got phones in our pockets tracking us at all times. They're not going to fucking put the microchip in us. It's already in our pockets at all times. I don't understand the logic in it. I also – this was a take I got from uh, famous comedian Bill Burr because there's, like, a conspiracy, like, oh, the vaccines are going to, like, kill you or whatever. And his take on it was why would they kill the people that listen to them? Like, why would the government kill the people that get the vaccine? They're the ones who are complying. They're the ones that are – doing what the government is telling them to do. In this case, get the vaccine, uh, which, you know, so that it's just, I don't understand the logic of anti-vaccine vaccines. I, I would respect it if you had zero vaccines, but like 95 to 99% of the population are fully caught up on their immunizations. Uh, I, I, struggled through that word immunization um 99 of the population is just vaccinated you have to be vaccinated to travel you have to be vaccinated to go to school you have to be vaccinated to do anything uh and yet people are like no this one vaccine came out too quick like yeah it came out quick because the whole world was shut down, so there was incentivization to rush it out. It's so dumb. John Tron is trying to, like, uh, make Fauci seem like a bad person, which, you know, he's probably not the best person. He works in the government. No one in the government's good, but I can say as somebody who i don't get flu shots i'm anti-flu shot i will say that i'm not anti-vax i have all my vaccinations i'm anti-flu shot because i think flu shots are kind of bullshit but they're not bullshit when it's a covid flu shot the regular flu shot i feel like flu shot like flu strains train yeah tra- Flu strains change so often that I don't see the effectiveness of getting a flu shot. And I haven't gotten a flu shot in years. Also, uh, from the vegan aspect, it has eggs in it. And uh, so it's technically not vegan. But yeah, I don't. I think. Also, me getting the flu doesn't affect anyone but myself. Because, you know, the flu, the normal flu, you get the symptoms immediately. And then you're fucking, you know, just don't leave your house. You have the flu. COVID's tricky because you could just have no symptoms whatsoever. That's the tricky part. That's why people have to be vaccinated because it's an invisible virus. It's completely uh, undetectable at points. There are people that have had COVID and don't even know it. But anyway, I didn't want to go on a rant about COVID. So, Jontron made a stupid take on Twitter. Uh, people are laughing at him about it, and you know, shit. Life moves on. That was like, even though that only happened like a week or two ago on the internet, uh, because of the way the speed in which the internet moves, that basically was like a year or two ago. Uh, and I'm sure it will not be his last fucking dumb take he's made in the he will in the future he still has millions of followers the problem with being anti-vax and having millions of followers is that you're influencing a lot of people so there are a lot of people that i just yeah ah my nose i got stuff in my nose um there are a lot of people that like were maybe on the fence about the vaccine. I don't know why. It's pretty fucking simple shit at this point. Uh, there were probably people that are on the fence, and then they see their idol, uh, known white nationalist, Jontron, self-admitted white nationalist Jontron, uh, and then they're like, "Oh, well, if he doesn't like the vaccine, then I don't like the vaccine." So it's just uh, really dumb. Uh, get the vaccine. And maybe in ten years we will be a COVID free society. Just in time for the water wars. <laughs> Alright. Let's look at let's look at my handy dandy notebook. Speaking of white nationalism, I personally think we are on the worst timeline, and I think racism should have ended in 2004 and i have reason the reason why it should have ended in 2004 was because in 2004 a little album came out called collision course now if you are familiar it is in fact a album collaboration between jay-z and lincoln park so it was an album in which they remixed jay-z songs into lincoln park songs uh basically making a masterpiece of mixed genre art uh and yeah that collaboration should have brought sad white dudes together and just black people together at the very least (laughs) uh but because we are on the worst timeline confirmed Uh, Racism just kept going. People largely forgot that that album even exists at this point. And it's very sad uh, because it's pretty good. It's not bad. The thing I find funny about that album, though, is that you can tell all of Linkin Park re-recorded all of their songs for that album. But Jay-Z is very clearly just using the same fucking studio tracks from the original songs. So Jay-Z basically just had to fucking give them his studio masters to just mix into the song. Whereas Linkin Park was like, all right, we got to re-record everything so it matches correctly, which is hilarious to me uh because you could tell i could tell at least if you've heard the original songs you can tell that uh lincoln park is just redoing the shit and uh yeah i highly recommend go and check out that album if you like weird musical oddities like weird genre mixing stuff it's not half bad either but yeah all right let's do movie facts with mew uh i'm Mew, and here's a movie fact this week is going to be all about T two Terminator two Judgment Day. Uh, it's one of my favorite films of all time, which is why I wrote notes down. I will have to um, consult them for one of like the actors' names. I wrote down the actors' names this time, so I don't just so I can just be more informative. But that movie is a masterpiece, straight up. Terminator 1's good, but the fact that they took Terminator 1, which was a fantastic movie, and then made it even better for the sequel is... They can't redo it, and they haven't redone it, because every Terminator movie after that has been just an absolute piece of trash. Uh, The newest one, Dark Fate, which brings back Linda Hamilton as Sarah Sarah Connor... the fuck sarah connor um, was absolute garbage i hated it so much it was just so bad they took terminator and just turned it into like a weird woke story but like with no reasoning they basically linda hamilton sarah connor is one of like uh, female like a female movie icon because she's very, she's, like, strong. In the first film, she basically is just a waitress uh, who has no skills and just spends most of the run time just screaming or running away or having sex with, uh, what's the guy's name? Fucking John Connor? No, John, what is his fucking dad's name? Not important. She spends that whole movie just being a damsel in distress and running away. Besides the end part where she kills a Terminator by like putting it in the hydraulic press. Spoilers for like a 40 year old movie. Um, but then the transition between Terminator 1 and 2. She becomes one of the most badass fucking characters ever. Ever, in all of cinema. Like, she's so fucking cool in that movie. And then in Dark Fate, the newest one, I haven't gotten into the movie fact yet. I'll get there in a second. I'm going on a Terminator rant now because it's a movie series that I enjoyed. Um, In Dark Fate, basically they paint her as a loser who fucked up. The first scene of that movie is a... Aged down Edward Furlong, like basically they made a CGI Edward Furlong from Terminator 2 in this new movie with an aged down Linda Hamilton. Uh, Him just getting just smurdered, immediately smurdered, just so bad, a shotgun death. He got shotgunned to death. The main character from Terminator 2, literally they're like, oh yeah, you know that movie that's a cinematic masterpiece how about if a month later the main character just got gunned down (laughs) that's how they started that film and then they were like you know uh sarah connor the badass mother from the previous film yeah after her son got gunned down she just fucking like became a loser (laughs) she just was like a psychopath who just started just i guess like killing stray terminators but like basically like just lost all credibility it's so bad and then they were like oh this new woman is the is gonna be sarah connor too and then it's like oh okay she's the new sarah connor because there's gonna be a new ai apparently genesis or was it genesis I don't remember. It's a new AI Legion. It was Legion, which, wow, real good on that one, guys. Pick the most generic AI name of all time. Legion? Really? That is, that's literally like the fucking spec name you would come up with. Oh, my God. I'm just, I didn't realize how angry this film made me until I started talking about it. Um, but then halfway through the movie, the twist is, oh, she's not going to give birth to the the, rev- the resistance leader in the future. She is the resistance leader in the future because w- mothers apparently aren't important. Only g- g- women are important, but only if they're not mothers. Just women are important by themselves. And it's like, did you really need to make a whole movie to make that point? Yeah, women are important. They're fucking 50% of the population, dumbass. Why wouldn't they be important? Oh, my God. Hollywood is so wild where they had an actual strong female character and instead they were just like, let's just make this girl a strong female character without doing any of the legwork. Movie facts with me. (laughs) I'm done with the fucking rant on Dark Fate. Don't watch that movie. Ugh. Uh, or do watch it if you want to waste your time or just be as angry as i am that movie may be actually angry um movie facts from you the first cool fact let me look up his name so robert patrick he is the antagonist of the film spoilers for a 30 year old movie uh he's the antagonist of the film he plays the t100 yeah, T-1000, T, T- what? T-100, Jesus. T-1000, uh, the liquid metal Terminator. Uh, but a fun fact about that is that he was so committed to the role of playing a robot that there is only one instance in the film in which he blinks. And he actually trained himself to not blink when he shoots a gun. So there's lots of scenes in the film where he's shooting a gun and he's not blinking. He's straight face because robots don't have to blink. Uh, they did a similar idea in Terminator one, but Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't pull it off to the extent that, uh, Robert Patrick did. That's his name, right? Robert, Robert Patrick. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure because I remember Linda Hamilton's name for some reason, but Robert Patrick's name eludes me. Um, so he doesn't, the only instance of him blinking is the first scene in the mall where he reveals that he's the bad guy. When he takes out his pistol and starts shooting at John Connor, um, he blinks once. And it's a very, it's like a blink where it's like almost fully shut, but then he forces his eyes back open because he realized, oh shit, I, I'm blinking. Um, but other than that, he does not blink for the entire rest of the film. That is movie fact number one about Terminator 2. Movie fact number two about Terminator 2 <laughs> is that uh, Linda Hamilton is actually a twin, and she ha- her twin is actually utilized in the film. So the first scene in which her twin is utilized is, uh, is actually a cut scene. Uh, it's only in the director's cut of the film. It's a scene where they're pulling... The chip out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's head basically the plot reason is that his in the movie they set the chip in his head so that he can't learn things but now he's like if you cut my chip out and set it to learning mode i'll become a learning computer and i can actually adapt to situations better and uh john opts to do it uh sarah connor's like no it's a bad idea we don't want the machine to learn because he might kill us but there's a scene where uh, they're doing basically surgery on his head like, you know, he's a robot, so it's not really surgery, but they're cutting the skin around his head. And there's a mirror shot where you can see Arnold Schwarzenegger in the mirror with Linda Hamilton above him, like cutting open his head. Um, but f- to do that shot, uh, they actually had Linda Hamilton's sister on the other side. So it's not actually a mirror. It's just a cutout. And they have her sister on the other side and Arnold Schwarzenegger on that side. And then they just have a dummy of the back of Arnold Schwarzenegger's head on the the closer side to the camera. That is the first instance they used her twin. And uh, it, that scene was actually cut out of the theatrical release. So you can't see it anyway. The second part is uh, near the end of the movie when they're in the um, factory. There's the scene where the T-1000 is imitating sarah connor and they both like meet up and you have a moment of like oh which one's the real one you gotta shoot its foot um that's actually just his her twin sister is just playing the t1000 and uh very interesting fact i love when uh they use weird twins in films uh it's I think twins are more more sought after in Hollywood for that reason because you can do a lot of cool practical effects with just having a twin sibling but yeah that's uh movie facts with mew uh yeah that's it. I'm trying to think of any other Terminator facts I think um I'm not a hundred percent sure if this is a true fact but the scene where or just the cgi for the t1000 is the first instance of humanoid cgi in film i think before that it was all just special effects cgi this is the first time that they actually created a human humanoid figure with cgi effects and i think industrial light and magic the ones who did that and are hyper famous at this point for doing most of like the big effects in Hollywood they actually had to like hire three times their staff or something along those lines to accomplish this goal imagine making a fucking CGI humanoid figure on a 1991 computer like crazy uh, But yeah, Terminator 2, one of the best movies of all time, highly recommend if you haven't seen it just go watch it, watch Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 don't watch three don't watch um what's the fucking one that takes place in the future don't watch any of the other ones do however watch uh the sarah connor chronicles which was a two season tv show uh taking place in the terminator universe it actually has a What's her fucking name? God damn it. Not Daenerys. Um, Daenerys from from Emily Clark actually does play Sarah Connor at some point in Genesis, I think it is. Um, Two Game of Thrones actresses have played Sarah Connor in the past. Uh, I can't remember... I literally can't remember anything about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones became the is literally like the biggest falling off of any show of all time. I literally do not know anyone that talks about Game of Thrones anymore because of how bad it was. That's such that's so terrible. Uh I can't remember. The fucking evil bitch. I guess they're all evil bitches in Game of Thrones. Uh the one the girl the lady that fucks her brother. I can't remember. Her name. Cersei. Is it Cersei? Fuck, why can't I remember any of this? Wrestling. (laughs) So I started watching a show on Hulu. It's pretty good. I've only watched like one or two episodes at this point. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring. It basically talks about like the craziest stuff that has happened in wrestling history if you're interested in wrestling at all uh it's a good watch um but I want to talk about two of the most interesting things wrestling wise that has ever occurred in my opinion uh one of which didn't even happen in the ring uh wh- first is just mankind in general if you don't know who mankind is he wears like a leather mask and he has a sock puppet on his hand uh I think he tries to shove the sock puppet in people's mouths I can't remember it's been a while I watched a lot of wrestling as a child, and then once I was like eight or nine, I just stopped watching wrestling. I watched a lot of wrestling when it was WWF, and then when it turned to WWE, I didn't watch like any of it. But Mankind uh, was a psychopath, and he there's a famous clip of him being choke slammed through the top of a cage. Uh, if you don't know what cage matches, they basically put a giant cage around the ring, but you can get out of the cage and climb to the top, and a lot of people do. But he got slammed, choke slammed through the top of the cage, onto the ring that was covered in tacks. Uh, so his whole back was filled with tacks, and they thought he died for a second there. They literally were just like, "Oh no, we got another death on our hands." Uh, so that's one of the cool things that. Has happened in wrestling. Highly recommend looking up anything about mankind. He is incredible. Or dude love. He also goes by that. Um, But my favorite thing. In the history of wrestling. Not my favorite thing. It's pretty tragic what happened. But everything surrounding Chris Benoit. uh, If you don't know who Chris Benoit is. He was a famous wrestler. Who ended up killing his wife and son. And then killing himself. Um, and later on they did scans of his brain or they didn't do scans they like autopsied his brain and found that his brain was just fucking mush basically like he had sustained so much brain damage over his years of doing wrestling that he just went insane and just murdered his wife and kid like he didn't have like he I think no one knows exactly what happened like, obviously they know that he killed them, but no one knows like what was going through his mind. And cause yeah, obviously he killed himself, but I would like to take a moment and say that Chris Benoit's death is the manliest death of all time. Not because of the murders. The murders are actually not manly. That's bitch behavior right there. It's fucking beta, beta shit right there. Um, But the fact that he killed himself by hanging himself with a Bowflex machine, he took a Bowflex machine, wrapped the cord around his neck, and then let that shit go. That's so fucking metal. Unbelievably so. I couldn't think of any other more fitting death for a wrestler than to die from an exercise equipment machine. Like, that's, that's it. Every wrestler should go that way, not that way. Particularly, you gotta come up with new uh, ways to do it. It has to be like workout equipment related, though, or steroids related. That also would work. But yeah, that is the manliest death of all time. That's actually what I wrote down in my, in my notes. I wrote Chris Benoit equals manliest death of all time, and I only hope that I can go out even. A quarter of that cool as he did not cool it's tragic again tragic and also again don't listen to anything i say or take seriously except for the anti-vax stuff i'm not the anti-vax except for the pro-vaccine stuff i said don't take the anti-vax stuff seriously um yeah how long have i been going i can't fucking I literally can't see. Okay, 37 minutes. I I thought, oh, I'm wearing a yellow shirt. Let me wear my yellow glasses. And then I realized, oh, I can't see shit with these yellow glasses on at all. But, you know, it's what I do for the fashion of it all. Boners. Specifically having a boner. Ah. Uh they are in fact <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other night Uh boners are a tactical disadvantage both physically and mentally because one I'm looking at this from a battle perspective um, but I also not just a physical altercation but like a mental or like an argument of sorts having a boner Does not help you in either situation. Not that it should help you. Um, But in a physical altercation, obviously, having a boner just exposes your weak point or makes it so that your weak point is more approachable. I guess, like, it just basically... Makes it so that if you you get punched in the dick and it's more consequential because you're actually hard, so it would it might cause more damage because of the rigidity of it. Um, but in a argument perspective, having a boner is a disadvantage because blood is going away from your brain and into your dick, and the bigger your dick is, uh, the more blood is going into it, and therefore the dumber you are overall. Um, It's wild. It's absolutely insane. Uh, The human body, that is. But yeah, having a boner is a tactical disadvantage. And so, I think that was in The Art of War or something. Don't ever have a boner lest uh, you'll be wiped out. You and your compatriots. Don't ever have a circle jerk before you go into battle. Also, there's that whole... like. concept of nofap it's also just a not just nofap but just semen retention in general uh this is gonna get real gross real quick so there are people that believe uh that and i'm a i'm like a partial believer in this i did nofap for six months straight once uh and it was one of the best times of my life to be honest besides the constant wet dreams i had uh that wasn't fun waking up and having to clean your sheets and do laundry immediately wouldn't recommend but um i will say it could have been placebo effect for sure but i without a doubt felt more energetic and felt more motivated to do uh exercise and stuff like that and i also was the most muscular i had ever been at that point in my life i think uh six months into it i just was like you know what i've been doing it for six months let me do it one time so i i was like my under my thought was because i started the process like january 1st i didn't jerk off uh for all literally half a year and then i was like i think it would be funny uh, if I just did it once a year, so I jerked off once six months in and was like, Damn, that's good. Uh, never again though, and then I just kept going. <laughs> but uh, the concept is like if you don't jerk off, you save the energy, or that testosterone just gets recycled back into your body and you become more brutish or stronger people uh won't jerk off before or have sex before um boxing matches or football games because of this reason and i just always found that fascinating and i don't know if there's any i'm sure there has to have been studies about it especially since nofap is such a popular concept now it's actually no nut november as of recording this i mean not as of it's by the time you see this it's still going to be november (laughs) Um. yeah it's wild so I'm participating in no nut November and boy howdy do I have a problem <laughs> I feel like I feel like not nutting is not a problem or nutting is not a problem it's the way you nut that's the problem pornography I think is really bad for you really bad for your brain really bad for your mental health, just every aspect of it is just not good for you. No matter what you consume, even if you're getting it straight from your local sex worker off of OnlyFans, uh, it's still I even though it's more ethical than using like a, a, a website like Pornhub, Pornhub is not if you use Pornhub, you are not ethical in any way, shape or form. That website is trash and it's run by trash people. But even if you're drinking off on OnlyFans, it kind of just, at least from my perspective, it causes you to see women as an item or to see them as something that's not real. As basically just a digital thing. It, it turns women into NPCs in your mind, which is bad. Not good. They are people. They are 50% of the population. They're people. Uh, And yeah, it's just... I, so I don't think nutting is the problem. Uh, I think our perception of women through the lens of overconsumption of pornography is the problem of that we're trying to solve. <laughs> I'm trying to solve at least. I don't like jerking off. I I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I I've seen a lot of memes online, and it could just be because memes meme culture is now curated to your interest at this point in time because of AIs will just show you stuff that you want to see. Um, but I see a lot of memes that show like that guys are sad after jerking off, which is an experience I've had. I'd say I'm more just empty after jerking off. Uh, I like how this is supposed to be like a, a comedy podcast but i'm just like i get sad when i come um not when i come when i jerk off specifically uh and it's because i feel like i've done something wrong but i don't know i've jerked off i've only done it a couple times but i've jerked off with just my imagination and it's always a thousand times better but it's also 10 times more work i think it all revolves around our societal uh need to just consume as quickly as possible so as a result like you're not gonna sit here and make shit by hand you're not gonna sit here and jerk your dick with just your imagination when you could just watch porn and have it done in half the time with less work uh (laughs) what the fuck happened to this episode yeah so i think um I don't know what I think don't watch porn don't watch porn it's bad for you either go out and form real relationships with women or men or whoever you want to have sex with in the real world and uh, leave the porn to uh, the true deviants like myself Uh, that's I'm so bad at talking why do I why did I start a podcast (laughs) fuck me Alright, that's gonna be it for this episode, I talked for a long time about uh, a lot of stuff, none of which had any sort of cohesive theme whatsoever um but anyway if you want to hear listen to me rant in text form you can follow me on twitter my twitter handle is at veggie v e g g i e m u uh if you want to see pictures of me maybe you're listening on spotify or you're just uh listening to me on youtube without the video uh you can go to my instagram my instagram is humu h-e-w-m-u same as my youtube channel uh which if you're listening on spotify please come to the youtube channel you can see my beautiful face look at how slouched i am in this chair it's crazy why would any person sit like that uh but yeah what else do i have If you're listening, if you are watching this on YouTube, go to Spotify or iTunes or something. Leave a review. Do anything. Anything can help. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends about us. Word of mouth is the number one way in which podcasts spread. Or you could just do nothing. If if you've gotten to this point and you've been listening, you've contributed more than enough, without a doubt. But yeah. Anyway, until next time. Peace out. I gotta pee so badly.